from Alaska Teen Media Institute. I'm Madison Knudsen. This is Zoom Room. A youth-produced podcast where we zoom into a different theme or topic through interviews and conversations relevant to us, the youth of Alaska. Rosie Rush is a singer-songwriter from Anchorage, Alaska. If you've been listening to our other recent episodes with local musicians, you may have already heard of her. She sings backup vocals on a song from Zane Penny's debut album, and Ashley Young mentioned putting together some tour dates with her this spring. Starting this May, Rosie will be opening for the band Medium Build at shows throughout the U.S. and Canada. In December 2023, Rosie stopped by the Atme studio to speak with producer Rowie McCohen and to play some of her music. She talked about collaborating with other local musicians, how songwriting is like a puzzle, and drops a few hints about her debut album. Before we get into the interview, let's hear a song from Rosie. This is Love to Borrow, performed in the Atme studio. shouldn't be in your house and you shouldn't be in my head you shouldn't have your arms around me we both know how this ends but I'm aware of tomorrow from now oh we've both got love to borrow it's not forever but it's for now it's just for now I shouldn't stay for this long And you shouldn't say my name slow We could go deeper We don't bother We both know That I'm away And I think that you might know by now Oh, we've both got love to borrow It's not forever Oh, we could burn so bright We might not last But we both turn out all But I want someone that wants me I want someone that wants me I want someone that wants me Oh, if you only knew The way that 
I know that you went to West, but were you born and raised mm-hmm. in Alaska? I was born and raised okay. here. I went to um, Northern Lights ABC school and transferred to Chugach, optional. And then I went to Roaming and West. Nice. Yeah. See, I also went to Roaming. Hey. But I went to Rogers Park Elementary School. Cool. That car. I don't know if that was loud. they'll be able to hear it. That was so loud. <laughs> um, and was music or performing like a big part of your childhood? when or when you were growing up um yeah I would say that it was I joined the Alaska Children's Choir when I was a kid Mm -hmm. um I think when I was like four or five I was singing around the house a ton and my mom was like you should like go try and do something with that so she made me join the Children's Choir and from age four I was like singing and then um I got into like I got I started private lessons when I was like um probably like 12 or 13 Mm -hmm. and then got into theater Mm -hmm. really heavily yep that's like a pipeline yep yep very much so and um I started doing like theater productions and stuff and then started doing like private lessons that were classical uh mainly classical and then also theater and then in middle school I got really into jazz yeah um through like Robert Arms and like just the West anchorage like public school system that they had going on at the time i was there was like insane for the musician like it was just we had a big band Mm -hmm. in high school and and in middle school which was like unheard of at the time yeah which i didn't know i Mm -hmm. thought that was like normal to me which was like so cool and then all throughout high school i did jazz except for my senior year when mr arms left and i auditioned for a bunch of music schools and i got into some jazz programs and then i studied uh jazz voice at usc that's so cool it was super fun that yeah question Hmm. you hamilton hamilton (laughs) (laughs) just putting that out there hamilton came out in 2016 Mm -hmm. which is right before you graduated right yeah were you still into theater was that like a big thing for you because i was in fifth grade oh yeah i love theater it's like it will i will always love theater it's i think it's like such a specific beautiful like emotional emotive art form Mm -hmm. i love it so much i I didn't get super into hamilton Mm -hmm. at the time it came out yeah because i was like i can't i like everyone's doing it you know like (laughs) it's it's not niche enough you know it's like it's not (laughs) jazz yeah whatever and um my whole family got really into it and then Mm -hmm. i was like okay i'll buy in and then it was i totally loved it yeah then i got super into lin-manuel miranda and into the heights and all his stuff lin-manuel miranda went to wesleyan (gasps) which is where i'm going oh my god stop yeah wait that's so fun i know right isn't I it so cool that. oh that's so cool i would freak out about that. <laughs> i would yeah i literally and this might be misinformation 
Um, Michael Bay Giacchino, I think, went to oh, work. Wesleyan. So did uh, a lot of people went to Wesleyan. A lot of people went to yeah. Wesleyan. It's Be- cool that you're going uh, there. Be- don't remember. Not Beba Doobie. Okay. Um, and also Santa Gold. I'm Have you ever heard of Santa? Oh, so sorry. She's so she's so cool. Okay. I'll um, also a music musical artist. Oh, cool. Okay. Such an awesome person. Anyway, um, so transitioning into like your music, mm-hmm. how you've mentioned like jazz a lot. You did choir. How would you describe your musical style or genre or genres um, mm-hmm. when you're making music right now? Um, right now, I would say it's just like trying to write songs that make me feel better. Like it mm-hmm. has nothing to do with genre. There's no like attempt in anything or it's just like having something feel inspiring in a moment and then trying to capitalize on it to like make something that I don't know to me songwriting feels like a puzzle Mm -hmm. and every single time I get like a piece to the puzzle whether that's like a a topic I want to write about or like a concept that I want to fit into a song Mm -hmm. or just like a lyric and whatnot that that is like where I start from it's always different and it's always Mm -hmm. like I would say it's just like intimate songwriting and i don't even know what that means for genre yeah i don't have any music out so it's hard to yeah say i guess i don't know who and i am going to ask you about potentially when will you be releasing music i just recorded an album it'll be i'm mixing it right now which is so (gasps) fun it'll be 12 songs and it'll be out hopefully before i go on tour with ashley yeah um in april so it'll be spring yeah so that is so exciting yeah I'm do you really have excited. the title yet are you i don't have a title that? yet i'm still like debating on mm. all the aesthetics and everything which is so fun yeah and so much but like, yes it's so fun yeah that's so exciting i'm that's actually so cool um i'm i i love it when like i don't know i love listening to albums I do um too. yeah moving on (laughs) um do you have any like specific inspirations when you make music I know that it's like kind of whatever comes to you is that like would you say that like your life is like what you are inspired by when you make music are there like specific oh my god (laughs) specific Miss Wesleyan um bye (laughs) um are there specific musical artists or groups um that you draw inspiration from that you really enjoy listening to and you want to emulate or is it just kind of like I'm doing my own thing I feel like it's like a mix of both but I mean you're a product of your environment and Mm -hmm. I consume so much music that I feel like inevitably so I'm like all of my inspirations yeah hopefully hopefully but like I think the whole point of songwriting for me is like I found songwriting at a time that I wasn't really in touch with myself and Mm -hmm. it's just like a way to kind of see how I'm feeling and a lot of the time I'm like shocked at what I'm writing about Mm -hmm. I'm like why am I writing a song (laughs) about like someone and we broke up like two years like hello come on we haven't processed that or like and it's just kind of this buddy that like helps me navigate my emotions sure yeah and in a place like Anchorage, it feels really scary to mm-hmm. share all those things because they grew up here. Yeah. And everyone yeah, knows. who comes to my shows mm-hmm. knows who I'm talking about. Yeah. And it's kind of the worst, but also like <laughs> a safe space, you know, like yeah. that's amazing and such a gift and a privilege. But it's 
it's I don't know songwriting to me has always been kind of like the thing that I would go to when I couldn't focus on practicing or like I couldn't focus on like it was the the treat that I got to have after like a hard day of practicing in music school Mm -hmm. or like like really trying to like nail in something that I was not excited about or trying to write Mm -hmm. something I wasn't excited about yeah yeah I love that what's what's been your like favorite song that you've written if you want to share um I don't know that's a good question um or just like what's your favorite song right now I, I I would say like my favorite song right now is Angelina by Pine Grove I've just like love that song it's just like fun and and I like I feel like I lack fun music mm-hmm. like I really really connect with stuff that's sad mm-hmm. and dark and like not always the most uplifting or mm-hmm. inspiring and it's just kind of all of those things it's very light and fun and and I don't listen to a lot of it and so mm-hmm. pine grove coming out with a song like that really i don't know excited me and, yeah. yeah i love that and I, I have like never heard of pine grove i really need to start listening they're to very them, like like rough indie like garage indie vibes mm-hmm. yeah. yeah very cool i would recommend awesome <laughs> i'll write it on my list so um as of recording this this friday and saturday mm-hmm. you will be um, performing with Zane Penny, mm-hmm. who we've had on the pod, yeah, um, at the pack. Oh yeah. Um, would you be able to give us like a little preview slash overview of like what that will look and sound like? And you yeah. know, when this is released, it'll be after it happened. But um, I guess like, are you looking forward to it? What's kind of like the sound that you're going for? Mm-hmm. How did you get into working with Zane? Um, it's just space is yours yeah um Zane's a buddy of mine and we I was like do you know Huss I was hanging out with Huss Mm -hmm. and Ashley after a parlor in the round and Zane and we went to Huss's studio and I was like oh Zane we should write a song and then we wrote a song and it's called um You've Haunted Me Mm -hmm. and that's like out on streaming services and stuff and someone from the Alaska Dance Theater. Her name's Taylor. She heard it and was like, oh, I would really love to Mm -hmm. choreograph a number for my, I forget the name of her class that she runs, but it's like a modern um, dance class at ADT. And so they choreographed a number and we get to sing it live on Friday and Saturday. Oh my gosh. That is so, that's so cool. (laughs) You are also playing at Refuge City. Yeah. Which as of releasing it has already happened mm-hmm. um with ashley young who you've mentioned and we've also i've yes. been able to interview yes. um hollis bryan mm-hmm. and gracie elliott mm-hmm. um what is that going to look like um and like what 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 can we expect yeah um we're all gonna do 30 minute sets at um refuge city i love ashley and holly like I I know I just know them really well and I know their writing and it's been really fun to to get to share spaces with them it's been really fun to just like get to go to their shows Mm -hmm. because I just feel like the Alaskan music scene is like blossoming and like really just becoming this thing that people believe in Mm -hmm. and that just helps the artists in the community so much so like more than anyone could ever know and it's been really cool to like be a part of that and receive that support from the community and also just like get to admire my peers that I just 
like gather a lot of inspiration from mm-hmm. so i'm excited for that i yeah. think it'll be really fun it's just like four female songwriters yeah. that are just gonna be like playing solo sets you know? oh, that's so cool yeah Wait, so when we had ashley on the pod um she mentioned that she's putting together a tour mm-hmm. for this coming spring um and she mentioned you mm-hmm. um as well as i believe huss and zane and maybe some other people but i don't exactly remember um how is that coming together or like can you share anything about that? I think so. Um, so Ashley and I are going to go on tour. So she went on tour with Zane and Huss yeah. um, last year. Right. And um, had like a lovely experience and got a lot of guidance from some like mentors along mm-hmm. the road and kind of just paved this path to do it again. Mm-hmm. And I think hopefully it's been easier. She's so good at computer work and mm-hmm. check like responding to emails on time and like negotiating uh offers and stuff like that and i'm not so it like <laughs> really helps um and so she has been just like an angel in the booking process um and we're gonna do that in april we're gonna go on the road we're gonna go um seattle portland i think salt lake boise um san francisco los angeles and then back to portland and i think i'm missing one place yeah. but it's gonna be so much fun yeah just because she's someone i would like go to a concert mm-hmm. for, for yeah. all of those shows and so i'm i'm just excited i was talking to ashley today about um just like singing and and how fun it is that we have like both worked on our my main instrument is like my voice right and her main instrument is her voice and it's just so fun to like talk about like using your voice Mm -hmm. to serve purposes and using like being a songwriter and like using your voice as a tool to like uh you know portray whatever emotion you want to portray or just like tell the story in like a greater detail it's like such a cool tool to Mm -hmm. use and i'm so excited to see that like every night are you guys planning on collaborating on music we don't have any plans in the works but Uh. that's a great idea just putting it out there i think it'd be pretty cool i think so too actually i might sing background vocals on some of her songs <gasps> yeah which would be super fun yeah it's like an honor yeah uh, yeah i love i love ashley i, I love, love her ashley. music and I, it, she was so cool to have here yeah and so are you fyi just want to let you thank you um <laughs> so you say on your instagram bio because i did bio. stalk you a little bit hmm. that it's cool to care mm-hmm. what does that mean for you I think it means it's like cool to care about things and for me that's like it's cool to care about myself it's cool to care about my body it's cool to care about like my rights and my family and my friends Mm -hmm. and all those things but it's also cool to care about like reproductive rights and just like the greater world and the community and like it's like cool to care about like genocide and Mm. like cool to fight for those things and especially if you just have a voice like if because yeah. it doesn't matter if you have a platform like anyone can have a platform it just matters if you're talking and I just think it's really important to speak up for what you believe in and and also like share as much try to try to be open to information yeah. and like be open to um, criticism and or just like contradictory information and um I just think it's cool to care about things and it's cool to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and it's really cool to like share. And that's what I mean by that. (laughs) Yeah. I really like that. I really like that sentiment because I do think that like, I mean, I am in high school, so Mm -hmm. people tend to be a little bit more 
not, not great about this kind of thing, but they'll yeah. be like, yeah, I'm not going to talk about that. Or I think it's weird to be so like enthusiastic. And I, I really do like that sentiment of like, no, it's not dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Being aloof doesn't necessarily equal being cool or mm-hmm. interesting. <laughs> In my opinion, it makes you less interesting. Yeah. Um, so I, I really like that sentiment. Thanks. Um, and also a side note, I love your social media. I love your Instagram oh in God. particular. Wait, stop. <laughs> I overthink it so much. So no, thank you. Well, I was going to ask you, like, do you take time to curate your Fuck. social media <laughs> presence? No, if I did, I would, I think I would like lose my mind. Yeah. Because I overthink it so much and I just like don't even post on it that frequently. And mm-hmm. it, I'm like, if it's already causing this much stress, like why am I, <laughs> first, why am I doing this? Yeah. Well, I want people to come to my shows. I want right. people to listen to my music. Right. But also I'm like, it, it makes, yeah, thank you for saying that. Yeah. LOL. <laughs> um, I just am like, it's way too much mm-hmm. in general to think about. And so if I think about it, like I, yeah, I can't think about it for too much. <laughs> so you just got to like take pictures and then just post it. Yeah. And I'm like, I have to post this because I have a show on fr- on like next week or, yeah. you know, and then I'm like, uh, and then it's like high stress and I'm like, I edit the caption like 15 times mm-hmm. and I'm like, this still grammatically does not make sense. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening. So but then true. at that point, I'm just like, I don't care. Also, <laughs> something that has happened to me mm-hmm. and let me know if this has happened to you. I accidentally turned on the share to Facebook. I, that's not happened to okay, me. Okay, don't do it. <laughs> Because I am an archiver <gasps> on Instagram. I'll so post true. something and be like, hmm, does it look good? Archive. I don't know. And then I'll post something <laughs> else. Hmm, does it look good? Nah, I don't know. Archive. I post them all on Facebook and it doesn't delete them. <laughs> it's, I- awful. <laughs> it's awful. I am also an archiver, so I absolutely okay. get that. And also, I do not have Facebook. Okay, because I am Don't 17. Get Don't get it. Uh, why would you have Facebook? Uh, stop. <laughs> that's that sucks though, but I'm sorry. No, it's but it's okay. also funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> like my neighbor, na- like my neighbor doesn't need to see this like weird selfie that I post on. <laughs> he really doesn't. Whatever. Uh, whatever. We'll have more of Rowie's conversation with Rosie Rush after this quick break. Alaska Teen Media Institute is looking for youth to join our team. As a youth producer, you can conduct interviews like the one you're listening to right now, edit audio, record voiceovers, help write scripts, and much more. And all of that is paid work. And get this, while we are based in Anchorage, you don't have to be there to work with us. A lot of the work we do is done remotely. So if you're between the ages of 13 and 24, living in Alaska and interested in joining at me, go to alaskateenmedia.org slash join. You can also email us at news at alaskateenmedia.org. Let's hear another song from Rosie. Here is Skeleton, performed at our studio. young I was given a gun and told him my duty to keep the peace 
the boys got to run I held my tongue, didn't know I had learned the disease Oh, take it all away from me I need it so badly, you see I'm nothing but a skeleton Least in my body to please you All of you I paid forward the price of my house Slowly decaying I'll lose all the teeth in my mouth what do you think of me now? Oh, take it all away from me I need you so badly to like me I'm nothing but a skeleton Wasting my body to please you in my body Please in my body You know that you want me I know that you told me In paper and pen I know how it is But nobody Don't sour the milk, you forced it to expire I'm so fucking bitter, when will I retire? Wrinkle, tear, please give me a while Oh, take it all away from me I need you so badly to like me I'm nothing but a skeleton Lease in my body to please you All of you Also on your Instagram, you feature you post like song clips mm. one of them is a song you dedicated to your dissociative queens hey shout out um and is maybe called evelyn where yeah. you weren't super sure mm -hmm. um you mentioned that evelyn is your given name but mm -hmm. you've gone by rosie since birth could you talk about that song and like what it means to you or why you wrote it or just anything yeah totally um my name's evelyn rose and i've gone by rosie since i was like a since i was born um the same thing with my sister 
she's Emily Ann and she goes by Annie. Mm-hmm. We're both named after our grandmas and I take care of my grandma full time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel very connected to that name. Yeah. I don't go by it, but I feel very connected to it. And the people that know me super well, like my very best friend and maybe my siblings sometimes. And mm-hmm. my mom will call me Evelyn, Evelyn Rose when I'm like acting up or, oh, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But um, I wrote that song because I... I don't know. I I just have like struggled a lot with um disassociating and like mm-hmm. I thought that I did before I really realized that I did. Like I totally thought that that was a normal thing that a lot of people dealt with <laughs> and also just like not feeling like not even like real but just like not feeling like present and it can be so simple and it it can feel so heavy as well but yeah. like I thought that I felt that way for so long and then I actually started like oh what is happening like where I just was so detached from reality and was it was just having so much trouble connecting with people Mm -hmm. um and it like happened last winter a lot just like being here being an adult being young and like really I'm like an introvert but I'm not I I will become comfortable in social situations Mm -hmm. where I'm like safe and I can like tell myself that I'm safe and then I'm like fine but um it's hard to it's hard to kind of like it's just a hard place to navigate and I had never done that before and I kind of wrote that song to sing to myself because Mm -hmm. it was just like something like I don't get called Evelyn and when I get called Evelyn I'm like oh I gotta like I gotta wake up Mm -hmm. you know like I gotta pay attention because someone's being serious and so it was like kind of me trying to be serious to myself and like say like oh Evelyn wake up girly like it's all good (laughs) like but it's a it's an interesting place to be and I'm really happy that I can like write a song about it that helps me and yeah that like could potentially help someone you Mm -hmm. know like it's a weird it's a weird world and I just feel like that writing that song really like guided me back to myself in the spring of last year so Mm -hmm. I'm like really happy and proud of that yeah I really I really like that so when you write these songs are they like finished or are they like kind of clips that you're kind of testing the waters to see how people respond to Mm -hmm. them they're usually finished i like to finish them before i like post them or like Mm -hmm. try to share them online i feel like tiktok has like ruined the like i don't even know like the intimacy and like the 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 beautiful nature of like storytelling and Mm -hmm. and, like the which isn't even long form it's like longer than two minutes you know like it's just hard to keep people keep keep people's attention span for that long and so I feel like it's I I wouldn't like to give myself that much to people like it's so silly but it just feels like it feels like playing for people that are like talking over you almost like right like similar to just like really really wanting to like have a vulnerable moment with people and then having the audience be so like ignorant and like unresponsive yeah and like just not even be an audience mm-hmm. um so i feel like i share little clips so that i'm just like it's not everything but it's a little teaser it's you know a, <laughs> like a little bit of the sauce yeah, yeah. i don't know yeah i <laughs> i do get kind of angry about this because i think tiktok has truly almost ruined like pop songwriting i could talk about that for a while (laughs) 
I could talk about that for a while. Yeah. Dude, and we don't have enough time, unfortunately. But I, I know. it's just like, okay, so why don't songs have bridges anymore? Why are songs a minute and 30 seconds? Why? I don't know. It's hard. It's just hard. Also, because like some songs are worthy of a minute and 30 seconds. Absolutely. That's like a, yeah. But, but also Lucy Dacus has a six minute and 30 second song don't talk that I've listened Lucy to. Dacus. Oh my God. I, like I'll vomit. I love her <laughs> a lot. I got to, okay. This is like big flex moment. I got to interview Queen Christopherson. Queen Christopherson. Oh, cool. yeah. Who opened for Boy Genius. Which I don't want to talk about. I don't want to talk about. I can't. I gotta go. Hi. I'm like getting shaky. Um, I have the biggest crush on Julian Baker. Okay, same. I'm sorry. I get the edits. I get the edits on TikTok. Me too. The Thrasher magazine. Did you see her on the skateboard? Yes. I gotta go. I gotta go. Oh my god. Anyway. Um, and I've said that before on this podcast, and I will again. As you should. As you should. <laughs> and I will again. As you should. And I will talk about it forever. Anyway, um, so about you. You talk about, like, wanting to write for yourself. Is there any, is there any songwriting that you do for an audience? And if so, what is the message that you want to give them? Um, that's a good question. I feel like I used to write for an audience and I mm-hmm. think that's a really easy pattern to fall into mm-hmm. because I'm a people pleaser and I like have learned that about myself and I am just when given the chance to please I will like do it and like in the chance that I'm like able to be vulnerable with my art in like my little intimate setting where I'm like writing by myself or writing with like someone very close to me like mm-hmm. I don't think about that Right. And like, hopefully I'm not thinking about that in that setting because that would mean it's probably not like, not the safest, but just like, it's not, I'm not fully comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I used to do that when I was in college. I wrote to like what I wanted my professors to hear and I I wrote to what I wanted my peers to like, to think that I sounded like or whatever. And like what I, or what my parents did during the pandemic, I came home, I did Zoom for two years and just played my parents piano and like was just like always getting input from them mm-hmm. and like love them yeah they yeah, are yeah, the yeah, best yeah they are not musicians <laughs> and they don't know that how impactful that is yeah like, some people just don't yeah like my dad's like oh could you add a beat you know and I'm like what are what? you talking about <laughs> like, what does like, it mean? what are you like where okay <laughs> but but which totally like I'm like okay they want you know they want to right, something right. which is like but I really let that get to me for a long time until I realized like and Kat Moore said in like I think in like some she was speaking at this like music the Alaskan Music Summit last mm-hmm. winter and she was like you can't cater to an audience mm-hmm. you just have to do your thing and mm-hmm. if that audience happens to be some like people that are receptive to your thing that's awesome but yeah. not everybody's going to be especially right. in Anchorage when you're playing like dive bars and like just places where people are drunk and they just yeah. like went there to get drunk you know yeah. they didn't come to like hear you play music right. they don't care and which is totally fine and also there's some spaces in Alaska that are just like fully listening rooms yeah. that are like incredible and amazing like the writer's block and like the parlor in the round like there's so many spaces like that that and also places that people like Nick have created and mm. and like just yeah it's like a be- it can be a beautiful thing when your audience is there to for a purpose I guess right but when they're not it's um 
I'm like so soft that it like really hurts me. Yeah. And and I then then I feel the need to play like pop songs. I used to write like a lot of like pop pop songs, like mm-hmm. bubblegum pop songs. Yeah. That and nothing against that. It's just like not who I am and mm-hmm. like I'm not a bubblegum girly. Like right. I'm not like super happy all the time and like right singing about like boys yeah. like yeah so literally um (laughs) but I just I feel like it that really took a long time to realize that I was doing it for other people Mm -hmm. and as soon as I did realize that then it was like okay how do I like work on this habit right to stop like trying to please the people around me with the art that I make yeah like because it just you know you like grow up wanting people's approval mm-hmm. like it's so hard to shake that so yeah. hard especially as a woman by es- the way yeah <laughs> dude especially as a woman and it's i don't know it took like a lot of work to be like i'm just gonna sing some sad songs and like mm-hmm. the people that want to listen are gonna listen and if they don't then that's like fine and the album i just made has a lot of like pop songs on it which is like I have realized the value in them and Mm -hmm. like the fact that I wrote them earlier like a year ago year and a half actually probably like two years ago now Mm -hmm. and recorded them a year ago like that doesn't mean like just because they're earlier in my career as a musician Mm -hmm. because I would like to do this forever yeah just because they're earlier doesn't mean that they're like any less worthy of my attention or care or whatever and I just don't have any music out so it's really going to help like having a broader range or like you know just like having more things that are me in the world like Mm -hmm. and represent like even if it was me when I was younger like it's still part of me now and it influenced my writing now and even though I write really sad songs now like it's still influenced by like all the pop I learned and all Mm -hmm. like the Motown I studied and all that stuff but yeah it's hard Mm -hmm. you always end up trying to please someone and it's really hard to unpack sometimes and even if that person is yourself Oh yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't even. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We have I, so many expectations. Yeah, I like you know people are like, oh, you're your worst critic, and I'm like, whatever. It's a hundred percent true. I'm so mean, <laughs> like yeah. just to myself. Yeah, I feel like I'm really nice. Yeah, to other people. To other people, and it and I, it's yeah. It's hard though. I mean, it is. It's also hard to realize when you're talking to yourself, like. Mm-hmm. And then in order to, like, change your inner monologue, you have to, like, realize that you're actually speaking to yourself. Yeah. And that's a hard thing. Or, to like, uh, this might I, – I feel like other people experience this. When you're, like, going through your Instagram and you realize that you've been stalking yourself and criticizing, like, everything about your own social media or – you're you know like i'll listen to these mm-hmm. and i'll be like why did i say that ah <gasps> uh, oh, yeah. why do why do i say that about myself yeah oh yeah so weird oh yeah i had someone tell me it was similar to like body dysmorphia mm-hmm. where like you're never gonna know how you're perceived so like which by the way also which is like, <laughs> invalid <laughs> it's off but it's like hard to i thought it was like a good parallel they were talking about music like yeah, you're never right. gonna know how your music sounds right so like you just have to like let it go mm-hmm. and like let someone else like have their own opinion and like be free with it mm-hmm. but um it's similar to like body dysmorphia in a way that i i didn't ever like make that parallel before which helped me a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. definitely what would you say is like i don't know how to phrase this what would you say is your favorite thing about being a musician songwriting 
like songwriting doing 100%. the thing in my basement like mm-hmm. like I ha- I live with my older brother and I have a little tiny basement apartment I have a little sound system and it's just like a fun puzzle I get to fix mm-hmm. I have like horrible ADHD so something true. I realized my senior year of college which was like Whoa, late late, yeah. late and it was because I had a lovely boyfriend who was like you have ADHD and I'm like you're lying for like <laughs> Bye, two years yeah. I was like you're lying and then I was like oh maybe I should like look into that whatever and so I found out I have like ADHD and and you know you get like very attached to things you're passionate about and like songwriting is my thing and it feels like a fun puzzle that my brain is like able to focus right like I have enough dopamine for that mm-hmm. specific task mm-hmm. and that specific like puzzle and so it's always felt like a game that I'm really excited to play and it's also like healing and just something that I it's just the thing that takes up most space in my Mm -hmm. brain I'm always thinking about it and I'm always excited about it and yeah I always just want to write better songs and I don't think that that's going to go away anytime soon which I'm really excited about but yeah it can be a lot I don't know yeah everything can be a lot that's true 100 (laughs) percent we don't have that much time which I'm so sad about I'll ask you one more question and then you can abandon us um (laughs) so when you think about your future or your dreams of like being a musician you mentioned that you want to do this for the rest of your life what does that look like for you Mm -hmm. I want to write songs so Mm -hmm. like I also really like performing I really like singing and Mm -hmm. I really like playing guitar and keys and I love all of those things sometimes performing can give me a lot more anxiety than joy right and I would really like to write songs for other people I would really Mm -hmm. like to write songs for myself I would really like to just get all of I have a lot of songs right now and I'm only gonna release 12 and yeah I have a lot more songs than that and I would really like to just try to get as much of my writing into the universe as possible Mm -hmm. but then also I would I really love to co-write with people like I think it's such a beautiful vulnerable space especially with like the people I'm really close to yeah um and I would really just like to make a career off of writing songs like yeah that would be my that is my goal that is like very much so my goal yeah that's so cool I'm yeah. so excited to see how that goes and Thanks. thank you so much for being here Thanks for having I really me. really appreciate it you're the best <laughs> no yeah it's been fun yay thank you that was at me producer Roy McCohen speaking with singer-songwriter Rosie Rush If you go to our website, alaskateammedia.org, you can see videos of her playing the songs in our studio. Check the episode description for direct links. You've been listening to Zoom Room, a production of Alaska Team Media Institute. Our show's theme music is by Kendrick Whiteman, with additional music from Devin Schreckengost. Alaska Team Media Institute is based in Anchorage, Alaska, We would like to acknowledge the Dena'ina people whose land we work on. Many thanks to the supporters of our podcast. The views expressed in this program do not necessarily represent the views of our sponsors. Thanks to our listeners who contribute to our programs and help us leverage additional funds and grants. If you'd like to support Youth Voices in Alaska and help keep our podcast going, you can support us through Patreon. It's a membership platform that makes it easy for you to support creative endeavors like ATME. Just go to patreon.com slash Alaska Teen Media. You can also help out by subscribing to, rating, or writing a review of our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Every little bit helps us get our stories out there. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all sorts of updates. For Alaska Teen Media Institute, I'm Madison Knudsen. Thanks for listening. <laughs>